0: Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of the Passion Connected podcast. I am loving this conversation today because it actually came out of a conversation that I had with my husband. We were just sitting there talking and I kind of had this concept for this episode of boundaries and everything that came out of this episode just flowed so well, and I'm so excited to share with you guys what we were talking about, what came up from some of our past experiences, and what I think could be really helpful for people when it comes to the topic of boundaries. We're going to have a few episodes on boundaries, but this one specifically is about you getting right with yourself and figuring out where your own boundaries lie when it comes to sex. I think it is so important to figure out who you are and what you want instead of just letting the culture or what you think you should be doing set the stage for your sex life because then nothing is aligned and you are not gonna follow those boundaries anyway. So part of the reason this conversation came up is because I was thinking about the best sex advice I would ever been given and it actually wasn't advice at all it was a question i had gone to a professor and i had been asking about boundaries and um just what he thought like what what was supposed to align with my faith and what did he think was good or bad or should i be doing with my fiance or not doing with my fiance and what should i be preparing for for marriage and where should i be at on all these things and he turned around and he asked me what do you think? What is your boundary? And that just caught me off guard. I had been given so much advice from so many other people. And I was expecting this professor who I really trusted and admired to turn around and tell me, oh, this is what the Bible says, or this is what I would do if I were in your situation. And I was not expecting him to come back at me and say, well, what do you think? Do you think it's okay if he touches your boobs? Do you think it's okay if you guys make out? Do you think it's okay if you even kiss? Where are you at? What do you think? Because that is more important. And I learned so much from that. And I think sometimes we like to think of boundaries as something that just boxes us in. And the problem is if we set boundaries and view them as something that's boxing us in instead of freeing us up, Then of course it's gonna be harder. Of course we're gonna fight it. Of course we're gonna look at these rules and these lines and say, like, I don't, you know, I don't want to follow this. Really, truly, like in my heart, I, this is what I think I should be doing, but I'm not following that because that's not what I actually want and I actually think. We put lines and boundaries up for ourselves that we think that we should have. And then we get angry at those lines and those boundaries and we're like, why are they there? And oh, this is so frustrating. And oh, this is so hard. And it's because we had never aligned ourselves and the boundaries together. We didn't take the time to put ourselves in this situation where we're asking ourselves, what do I actually think about this? And align ourselves because if it's a boundary we think that we should have, then we would take the time to get ourselves right with it and be positive about it and be happy about it. And if it's not something that aligns with our faith or ourselves or our souls or who we are and what we believe and think and want, then we may need to readjust those boundaries and those lines. We don't want to have negative feelings centered around our boundaries because that doesn't help. Anybody. It reminds me of this story I heard from Francis Chan, who's a Christian author and speaker. And he was talking about his daughter and how his daughter came to him one time after school and just was so angry at him, just angry at him. And he couldn't get her to talk for a while. But when he did, she came out and said that she was really frustrated because she wasn't being invited to parties because everybody knew her dad was Francis Chan. And so They knew that she had these faith uh, beliefs and boundaries and things that she couldn't or shouldn't be doing. And they didn't want to invite her because of her dad and their boundaries. And so she was just really mad. And he took a second and he said that this is one of the scariest things that he's ever done is he asked her, okay, so, you know, they're drinking and they're, going off into rooms alone and all of this. And I understand that it frustrates you to not be invited. Do you want to reassess our rules? And he said it was so terrifying because here he is asking his teenage daughter, okay, like this is something that frustrates you. Do you want to reassess these? Or where do you stand? And I was just in awe of this story because I think that it shows how much a parent can work with their children and respect the fact that they are growing into adults. And what was interesting is she ended up thinking about it for a long time and says, no, actually, I I think that the boundaries that we have, the rules that we have are right. And even though it frustrates me, I would like to keep those rules and those boundaries, which is just so incredibly mature of his daughter. I'm just so impressed. But I think this story to me shows she was mad at her dad because he was this picture of the boundaries in her life, of the things that she wanted but she couldn't have. And he opened the door for her to take a moment to say, where do you stand on this? And once she processed She came to this conclusion that actually, no, she was okay with it. And I don't know the rest of the story. I don't know how everything else went, but I would imagine that she came away from this feeling more aligned and accepting the boundaries as herself instead of just something that had been placed on her. And so she was probably less likely to get frustrated when times came up where she wasn't invited to things or where she felt like she couldn't go to things. Because she had owned and accepted that this was her boundary as well. This is what she believed and this is what she thought and this is what she was okay with. So I am definitely the kind of person who likes to put hard boundaries on herself. I kind of force myself into specific things. I'm one of those people who says, I'm going to do this. And so I do. And uh, I can say I'm pretty hard on myself and it means I can also be hard on other people. But I think for myself, part of it is done out of this expectation of knowing I can do it, but a lot of it is done out of fear instead of freedom. I think a lot of times people will give you boundaries they think that you should follow out of their own fear for either themselves or for you, because they follow that boundary and they believe that that is where that that boundary lies. And they're afraid that if you cross this, either it says something about their own beliefs, or it says something about who you are and where your standards lie. I think a lot of times people will give you boundaries when you ask because they are doing it out of a place of fear instead of freedom. I think my professor turned around to me in a place of freedom and said, what are your boundaries? Because he didn't have fear for me. He knew that I could figure this out on my own. He knew that I could work through my own faith and I could work through my own beliefs and my own boundaries and sex and what I thought was right. When it comes to sexuality, a lot of times we have these hard and fast rules that we believe that we should put up because if we don't, or if someone else doesn't, they're going to fall off the wagon. They're going to get off track. If they don't put this hard boundary, this hard line here, then of course, they're just going to keep going. They're just going to run with it. The problem is, if we haven't sat down and actually thought and opened our minds up to what we think about those boundaries and rules, then we don't know where we stand on them. And if we don't know where we stand on them, then of course, we're going to get off track to whatever we think should be there because we haven't actually processed it. When I was dating my husband, we were trying to make rules and lines and boundaries and figure things out. And we made this thing where we said we weren't going to kiss until we got married. And it's a load of crap. It's hilariously, it just didn't fit with us because you're asking two very, very physical touch people like that is our love language. Number one, to not kiss before we get married. We had also kissed other people. And deep down, we were okay with the idea of kissing from before marriage. But why did we make this line? I don't know, because we had stereotypes and standards that we thought that this was the best way to make sure that we were going to have a a great marriage, or we were going to have a great kiss on our wedding day, or it was just going to make sure that if we put this line up, if we didn't kiss, there was no way we were going to go further. But the point of setting up your marriage for success is not setting up boundaries in order to not screw things up. It's setting up personal dreams and visions and boundaries of freedom that go towards the end goal of intimacy. If you're setting up a boundary not to kiss before marriage, it should not be this thing that is just boxing you in and holding you back. It should be be because you are aiming for more intimacy because you have This way that you know that you and this person will grow closer together and not kissing is going to mean that there is more intimacy. If kissing is okay with you and okay with your faith, and you want to do that before marriage, then by all means, don't make this rule because somebody else said that that's what it should be. If you believe that you're going to grow closer in intimacy with both your spouse, future spouse, and God, then kiss, please. Please do. And this applies to so many rules and boundaries. I am not going to get on this podcast and tell you, do this, don't do that. Do this, don't do that. Because I am not you and I don't have your faith. My faith is my own. And we may align things up and we may both believe in Christ and the God of the Bible and scripture and we may not. We may believe the same God and interpret scripture differently. Do you know how many scriptures are interpreted so differently in the world? It is insane. So what I'm going to call you to is not set this boundary up or do this or do that or don't do this or don't do that or I'm giving you freedom to just do whatever you want. No, I'm going to tell you, figure out who you are. Take that time. It is worth it because if you align yourself with what you actually believe and what you actually think, then you're going to follow and be true to your own self and your faith. For us, sharing our first kiss while we were dating was so magical for both of us. And it aligned with what we wanted. It aligned with our understanding of scripture, of love and of intimacy, and it did not ruin anything for marriage. Because I like to ask people about their understanding about healthy sexuality, I get a ton of different versions of what boundaries should look like. And in the end, none of them were helpful to me because I wasn't thinking for myself. When that professor asked me what I thought, I went away from that and I took time thinking, what do I think? What do I know from scripture? What do I know about who God has made me to be? And what do I know about my relationship with my boyfriend, fiance, soon to be husband? I really don't think that God is a cookie cutter God. There are basic rules and laws that he's laid out for the benefit of people, but it is not for their restriction. One of the traits I admire most about him is his creativity and his love and his gentleness. And he is willing to work with you. I believe that he works with each and every individual person on a personal level And I have taken the time to work through exactly what my boundaries are in sex. And in the end, that has led to more intimacy, more love, more freedom. My boundaries that I have, even now in marriage, my boundaries that I have of things I will and won't do, or things that I agree with or don't agree with, have given me more freedom, not less, because it is who I am and it is what I am aligned with. It has led me to a closer relationship with the Lord and my husband. When I have put time in to figure out what my boundaries are instead of what everyone else's boundaries are, what everyone else is doing, what everyone else thinks about scripture, what everyone else thinks about culture, what everyone else thinks that I should or shouldn't be doing. So that being said, come away with this, with the freedom to go search for yourself, figure out who you are, take time to get quiet Get real with yourself and say, this is what I believe and this is what I don't believe. Maybe you aren't doing things that you're actually okay with and you think that it's okay in scripture and you're ready to take that step. Maybe there are things that you need freedom from. These ideas that, you know, I'm scared of this or I'm hurting with this. Take time to figure out I'm actually, you know, not really okay with what I'm doing right now. And I want to take a step back inside of marriage, outside of marriage. It doesn't matter. Look at it for yourself. You can do this. You are running your own life. So take the time to think through it for yourself. If you want help with this, I did create a downloadable PDF that's got journal prompts to help you work through your own dream sex life what your own boundaries are, what you actually want, who you actually are to align yourself with your head and your heart and your actions and your spirit and your soul, get everything together, make it work together so that sex isn't conflicting. I have that PDF. I will put it in the show notes for you so you can go over and download that. And it comes with a little video for you to be able to watch for you to just work through with me. I will help walk you step by step through processing your own sex life. I love you, friends. I will see you next week.